morning. I went out to Mount Mercy last night. I got oh. home at like 10. It was really fun. I hadn't been out there in, I think, two months. That is, I think, the longest I've gone with Yeah, because usually you're out there like, what, every other week? Yeah. But I was gone for... A month. I wasn't gone for a month, but I was gone for two and a half weeks. And I was there... I think the week before wow, I left. Feels like you were gone for so much longer than that. Oh no, my goodness. I was only gone for like 17, 18 days. Why did it feel like months of not having <laughs> you? Huh? I don't know why. Well, because I mean, I didn't speak at church for a whole month. I know. I guess but, maybe that's why I just hadn't seen you. And then, um, and then I've been back at work for a little bit. So I think I was there almost two months ago. Mm-hmm. But it was so nice. It was still like 75 when we got there at That's like so nice. 8 o'clock or like 7 o'clock at night. And it was like super warm and toasty in the house. Everyone was like in their tank tops and everything. And it was just, a, it's it's absolutely the most beautiful view on the whole entire planet. Yeah. It is just so pretty. It's just like, you. it's just looking out over mountains and there's like fog rolling in and the sun's going down and the ocean's out there somewhere. Because it's up high, right? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Like, you go way up in the mountains. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. So you like when you're on your way out to Honeydew, like you're yeah, drive, drive, yeah. drive, drive, drive up to the top and you're just starting to come down the mountain and then you turn and they're there. And so they're like all nestled in. Okay. Anyway, it's super, super, I've super, I've never super been out pretty. there. The only time I've ever been out there was to go camping once and we just passed through Honeydew area. I don't remember. I was little, and I don't remember yeah. much AWA about it. AWA is a great campground. It's nice and warm. Yeah. And the and the Matol River is so pretty. And there's not a lot of people out there. Right. And there's a little rock to jump off of. Oh. Women and yeah, we used to go out there. It was really funny. <laughs> my brother, my brother would always like pick up the biggest boulder that he could, and then like <laughs> use it to weigh him down so that he could run along the riverbed. <laughs> Wait, what? So he would he would go under like hold his breath you know and he would pick up a rock and he would like run like oh in the water. I was like wait what yeah under the water so he doesn't float back up yeah he, so he didn't float back up <laughs> me and Mariah went to the uh, we ought last weekend I want to say uh-huh. and or last week sometime I don't remember what day but we uh, I we went swimming because it was super nice there was no one there besides like one other like old couple that was just chilling Mm -hmm. and it was us and it was super nice because it was like 90 something degrees outside so we were like roasting ourselves and then we would jump in the water and it was really deep where we were at Mm -hmm. and i was trying to do like back when the dizzy when i could do like flips and stuff in the water you Mm -hmm. know like summer whatever somersaults but now i'm just like i'm old my all goes up my nose and i'm like I'm dying. I was trying. She was trying to teach me, but I was like, I usually have goggles on, and I was like, I'm old. I can't do this. (laughs) It's all in my nose. I can't breathe. I feel like it's in my brain, and I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. (laughs) But I just don't remember as a kid doing that. I don't think. I just don't think you care when you're little. I don't know. And now I'm just like. I used to hold my nose when I jumped off rocks and stuff, but then I learned how to blow out when you enter the Uh water. And so then it's like, oh, yeah, this is the best. I freaking up a hand. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's just going to flop around, but whatever. It's fine. And then we went out to Ruth with all my coworkers, and that nice. was like really fun. And we yeah. found a rocks to jump off of, which was fun. Ruth and I was is like, amazing at this time of year. It was perfect. We rented a, a houseboat. Oh, nice. And we cruised around, and we were out there all day, and we did... We co- or some people cooked tacos for us. That was really good. Ooh. And then we did um, s'mores later at night. And we it was just really fun to have. Summertime in Humboldt County is like literally it's the, the best. best. I know. It's so nice. Yeah. We have a lot to do here too. We have like 
different spots we like, can go and like, like 60 degrees like in the town of eureka but if you go northeast or anywhere or south, away from the ocean like it's hot yeah it's like in the hundreds sometimes yeah. 15 minutes to miranda or we got is like 90 degrees all of a sudden mm-hmm. garberville was probably 100 willow creek was probably yeah. 100 and you got the Trinity, we got the Eel, we got the Van yeah. Dusen, we got the Matol, we got the Smith, we got the... Everything. This yeah, summer I was I was determined to like make it count and like be outside as much as possible yeah. and like do as many things as possible and I feel like I did a good job because I'm like, I'm dark, I'm, you noticed I'm so dark and your tan. Your legs are so brown <laughs> and you obviously have been putting sunscreen on your face or wearing hats I know, because your face is my like face the, is not same the same color. color. <laughs> I know. But, um, and we went to a Giants game to catch you up. We went to a Giants game last weekend, which was really, really fun. I haven't been in like, oh my, I haven't been in like six, seven years. Did you guys all go? I think that's probably about how long it's been since I've been to. It was a long time ago that we went. And Mm -hmm. I think it was just me and my aunt and my uncle that went. Um, and it was like five or six, seven years ago, somewhere around there. So it had been a long time since I'd been and it was so fun. I forgot how like. It's the buzz of, of baseball games. Baseball is not like a fun like it's not like an exciting sport to watch really mm-hmm. but it's a fun like it's fun because it's like long you get your i feel like you get your money's worth because you're there for four <laughs> hours sitting and you can yeah. go get food you walk around you talk it's just about like being with the with people around you and yeah. like the the fans and everyone's excited it's and just a fun. buzz and an energy yeah i love it it was so fun and so we got garlic like, fries and we didn't get Gear Deli Sundays, which I was kind of bummed about. Oh, sad. But we bought, we were walking down, we went and had breakfast in San Francisco, and then we were walking down the street, and there was this donut shop that had literally donuts like that were like bigger than your head. Wow. And they were giant. So we got a few of their other donuts. They had like a bunch of really good ones. And so we had those, and it was just really fun to go to San Francisco with everybody. So, yeah, we that did does that. Sound fun. Yeah, and the Giants game was like really fun. And it looks like you guys fun. walked across the Golden Gate Bridge. No, my mom and dad did. Oh. We took two separate cars because we couldn't all fit in one. So oh. I drove, and then my mom and dad drove, and we got separated because they're old and they don't know how to use Apple Maps. And so they take every single wrong road that there is possible to take. Hmm. So we get somewhere hours before they get somewhere because they're, I'm like, I sent you the address. You're such an exaggerator. It's no, probably two seconds. I sent you the address and they're like, we went down all these different roads. And I'm like, how, how, how? We, I sent you the address of where it was. Like I pinned whenever, it. Whenever you talk about your parents and travel, I realize. They are. No, you don't I understand. I realize that there is some place where you need some heart healing. They just. <laughs> because you're always like. The grapevine? What's the grapevine? What are you you talking about? How am I supposed to know where that is? That one I'll give them because it is helpful to know landmarks, I guess, if something goes wrong. You're always so irritated when you talk about your parents and travel. Because it's hard because I'm just like... Turn to Pappy Jack's uh, house with the rocking chair. Because sometimes they're just the way that they do it and it's how they want to do it which is fine we just travel differently well, you, you gotta remember that we've been through a lot of eras like it started out when we first got our driver's licenses we had to have an atlas which yeah and i learned kind of how to use that and then the internet came along a couple of years later because we didn't have the internet <laughs> when we first started driving i know you can't imagine no i do i remember because we okay so you do not remember mil- you were not no, no, born no, 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 no. <laughs> but i don't remember the internet being more but i remember this point of the internet with like it's not quick maps it's um like map quest i think it is was what map it was quest. Called. So okay. we had to, when the internet first came out and <laughs> i we, remember if that. i wanted to go to you know 
whatever I put in the address of, and then it and then it gives you the directions and you have to print them yeah. out and, and then the, you have them on the seat but if the, there's a road closed <laughs> if there's a road closed you're just on your own and yeah. if you take a wrong turn you have no idea how to get back to that <laughs> where you were I remember yeah. those days because I remember you gotta stop at a hotel and yeah. like get on the Get on no, the internet. Because we would go to San Francisco uh, every couple times a year we would go so much. I don't know. And then my aunt, uh, we were down there a bunch for her because we go down to the doctor and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was before anyone had an iPhone or any type of smartphone, I remember. Like it was very rare that someone had a smartphone. So I remember we would go down and my, my mom would drive and then we would try to make our way back to the hotel, which was in like a bay, another area, not in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So my aunt would be like, okay, once you get past this part, you have to take a right. And then all these things, left, right, all these things. And so <laughs> like the way we but I would be the one, I'd be like writing it. it down and be like, okay, this is what we have to do. And then I was pretty good at navigating, yeah. actually better than I thought. And it was just a terrible mess. I remember being so stressed out and being like, we're not, what do we do? We have to stop. We have to ask someone. I'm, all I'm saying is that maybe a little bit of patience would be in I, order. Yeah, I will. I know. They did I know, not I grow know. up the way that you did. But they had fun. They had more fun than we did because I wanted to stop at the bridge. And then everyone uh-huh. else in my car was like, no, let's just go home. I was like, okay, let's just go home. But I've never You're walked all, the bridge. Y- y'all are lame. Well, then I saw my parents send us a Snapchat and they're like, go, head home without us. Cause we were going to stop for lunch together. Then uh-huh. head home without us. We'll meet you there. And I, then I'm like, they're on the bridge, walking the bridge, and they're doing all this fun stuff. So <laughs> I wish I would have done that because I wanted to do that, and I've never done it before. So maybe one day. It's so sweet, though, how much they like being, like just being together. Yeah, they do. They're really, they're content being together just by themselves, doing mm-hmm. their thing, traveling the city. Mm-hmm. They, they've been traveling a lot, and they plan on traveling more, which is really cool. So mm-hmm. And now... They don't have any kids in their house. So, I mean, Sydney, but she's an adult and she's going to call it like school. So she's mm-hmm. never home. And like me and Savannah don't live at home anymore. So it's like they just have Daisy. And Daisy's yeah. the perfect traveling companion for them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, it was a really fun trip. My parents don't know how to navigate. It's okay. I'll give it to them. <laughs> they did have some more fun than we did because they did navigate other places. Oh, but yeah, awesome. it was fun. It's hard traveling with someone that doesn't ever want to stop. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Like if people are like, we got to get home in six hours or yeah. whatever. Like it's a six hour drive. We got to try to make it in five and a half. Uh-huh. But but sometimes sometimes I'm like, oh man, that swimming hole looks really good. We should stop and swim. And they're like, tap, <laughs> tap, going, tap, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Usually, well, I like to let everybody know usually if I'm driving, I'm like, we're going to make a lot of pit stops because I have to go to the bathroom quite often because yeah, I drink my gallon of water. I drink my whole this thing, whole carafe of coffee, my kombucha, <laughs> my Pellegrino, everything, you know, LaCroix. So I'm constantly drinking because I want to keep a normal-ish day. Uh-huh. So I'm like, I know I got, I, I will, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. And I have my, from San Francisco, me here to San Francisco, I'm golden. I have my routine stops that I stop at. I have a question about kombucha. What? If I bought my, com- I bought like a 12-gallon container at Winco of the Pink Lady because yeah. it's not really a 12-gallon, but it's like something around huge. There. <laughs> it's like this big. Wow. At Winco. Like a jug. The, yeah, like that Pink Lady one that they have at Costco yeah. with the, in the pack, but you can buy the one. I didn't know you could do that. Jug I saw at Winco. Wow. Okay, but I accidentally left it in my pickup for like four days, but I didn't open it yet, so can I still drink it? Oh... Uh. I'm going to say drink at your own risk. It might be okay. a little more fermented than you like. Does it ferment still? I think After so. You buy it? I don't know. After it's bottled, does it ferment more? Probably. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I would just be worried about the sun. 
cooking that sucker. Sunshman. I the, guess try. Right. Might it's as well fine. go it for it. It was probably super cool in there. Uh huh. It probably was inside the car on the <laughs> hot <Eureka>. weekend <laughs> in the mugginess. I bet it was a. Uh, it's probably. It was probably super. Just t- take a swig really of it and see if fridge, it's good. <laughs> Every single time we accidentally. I don't know if you guys ever do this, but like you go to the store, you unpack all your stuff but maybe you forget the milk in the car or something or you mm. you forget the lettuce in the car or something and in the winter time rodney will be like man it's it just fine. cold in yeah. the car as it was in the fridge is <laughs> fine i'm like it was 50 no our fridge is not at 50 our fridge he's is like, at oh, 40 right 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 he's like it's fine but he'll also like leave food out on food i don't know why i said food food, food out on the counter and he'll be like it was bacon it's cured it's fine mm-mm, <laughs> no like, no i don't know if that's how it works mm-mm, but mm-mm, i mean no. he hasn't died yet so. that's good that's good he hasn't died but i can't do that mm-mm. meat and dairy uh-uh. it's got to go in the fridge i, I mean did. like i agree but he has not died yet i mean that's good so but like maybe he's right and we're wrong people eat raw stuff too and they don't die oh i've eaten raw stuff and they get they just get sick sometimes but I don't think I would eat raw stuff if it was like left in the truck for a day. Uh-huh. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. I'm not sure. Anywho. What are we talking about today, sir? Doing hard things. I know we've talked about this before many a time. I think we should talk about it again. But I feel like we can talk about it again if we want. Why not? Because we're, we're going to have different. Exactly. We are the bosses. And, and um, yeah. So, and we probably have different. I mean, on the last time we talked about, it, we probably have new ideas and new things to talk about. So mm-hmm. we're, I was thinking about, I was on a why. I was just thinking about this a lot, like doing the hard things. I've been seeing a lot of people like, um, or a lot of like companies almost posting about this kind of stuff. And just like, um, I think it's mainly because when summer happens, you know, it's a flow of kind of like, it's summer. Like everyone's like, even though people are working still, they're like, there's still that mentality of, oh, it's summer. It's like, go to the lake, go to the river, go camping, go vacation. Like that's the summer feel. But then now that uh, school is starting again and kind of more normal work routines are starting again Mm -hmm. and like everyone's getting back to the grind type of a thing, I think uh, it's natural for people to start feeling again like, okay, I guess I better get my stuff together. Like it's time to get back to normal and like Mm -hmm. kind of figure out what I'm doing. And, you know, so it's um, I think it's natural for people to kind of lean ebb and flow with like the different seasons and the different um, times and the year you're in you know yeah well probably where you live too because we live in That's obviously true. a place where there's lots of recreational activities mm-hmm. within drive time yeah <clears throat> i felt very fortunate because just being in san francisco i was like it's beautiful here i do love san francisco like i think it's a very pretty city it's mm-hmm. fun there's a lot of stuff to do but i was so excited to come home, come home yeah. <laughs> and just like be like I want to be in my home. I want to do what I normally do. I have my routine. Like mm-hmm. I have my normal, like I didn't, I didn't see my panda people. I didn't see, like I was gone. So I didn't, and I didn't go hiking at all. I didn't go to my coffee shops that I like, mm-hmm. you know, so it like, I was Did ready. your coffee shop move or is there, is that a different one in Ferndale that opened? Uh, Main Street Coffee is mm-hmm. not my, I don't usually go to that oh, one. Oh yeah, Mind's Eye, that's the one you go to. Uh-huh. Okay. They're in the same place, but they open, uh, Main Street Coffee opened like a big old section a new yeah, section like it's like a, they have a bunch of tables now and stuff it's really nice i went in there the other day and had coffee with a friend and it was really nice hmm. but um so now back to routine sorry anywho yeah your coffee shops missed you i know they they're did. probably going broke now but i had 
blue bottle for the first time and it was really good. Was it? It was really good. I really enjoyed it. But it wasn't no mind's eye. So that's well, okay. Well, it didn't have humble bay coffee. Exactly. Clearly. Exactly. But blue bottle is pretty good too. So mm-hmm. anywho. Yeah. We saw the owners of Humboldt Bay at um, the Scotia Lodge on oh, Sunday nice. because they were getting ready for their daughter's quinceanera. Oh. And it was so beautiful. So pretty. It was just awesome. Mm. So it was, and it was and it was also cool to say hi to them. And they had it at the lodge. Yeah. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, it was awesome. <clears throat> and then, um, and then I went home and drank my humble bee coffee. You're like, mm. so, so speaking of coffee, I mm-hmm. know we're taking a little bit of a detour, but I'm a pour over person now. Isn't it great? It's time One consuming, but it's great. Cup at a time. It is good though. I and never I re- do it, but I wish I did it more. Well, when I was gone, uh, we didn't have a coffee pot or uh-huh. anything. And so Jane had brought a kettle okay. and um, these little silicone pour over things yeah. and the little things. And I brought coffee. I brought some Humble Bay coffee. So we we're having our. Oh, so my nice. first pour over was actually in Africa. And so we're drinking our coffee every morning. I'm making every. You want another cup of coffee? You want another cup of coffee? So and so I'm just like, way. yeah, let's make another cup of coffee. You want another cup of coffee? You want another cup of coffee? And so like, this is what we're like, doing. Like go. every morning, I'm making like 18 cups of coffee. Oh it was fine. And then, and then I was like, this is awesome. I should get a kettle for my trailer because mm-hmm, then I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to turn the generator on to run the coffee maker for 20 minutes to drip a See? whole pot. I could just. He, Runny has some like inverter batteries that I could plug in the kettle and it could, uh, you know, heat it up in two minutes and I can yeah. have my coffee without waking everyone up. There you go. Because a lot of times I get up earlier than everyone else. Anywho, I, so I got it quote unquote for the trailer. Uh huh. But it's living in the house. No, I took it to work and oh. I have it literally <laughs> at my desk and now I, I, make, I make it at, my, at work like two or three cups a day. <laughs> For me and anybody else that wants it, I'm like, you want a cup of coffee? You want a cup of coffee? Pour overs are the ultimate coffee because it just drips. And I I love pour overs. They're my favorite. Besides French press, that's the way to go. I did it for like two weeks before I looked into it and I realized I was doing it all wrong. Well, you're supposed to like measure it and weigh it. And you're supposed to have like a a kettle with a spout that like. Wait, I don't have that. It's very scientific. What, What were you doing wrong? Well, like I was just pouring it. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't know. Swirl. You can't. You have to like let it fill up to a certain amount, then let it drip. Right. And then redo it. I was like just pouring like a big old thing, and like my grounds were like a little volcano of the sides and stuff. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Also, if you have the paper, and I was um, like, "What's a bloom? What is uh a yeah? uh, All these different terms. It's literally like you're a scientist. Like it is crazy. I have no idea. There's people that have like you're supposed to have like a little weight, like a little um a scale. That you weigh yeah. your grounds on, put that in, weigh your water, make sure it's ex- filtered water. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to have the certain kettle. Okay, so I'm not that bougie. But no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, that I'm not like bicyclist pour over. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like redneck pour over. <laughs> I'm like, man, that looks pretty good. <laughs> this is that what was I have. pretty good. That was a good one. I did like that. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a good comparison. All right, I get it. I get it. Okay, so anyway, now we can get back to <laughs> doing hard things. Yeah, now we can get back to doing hard things. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I so I just was like, I think it's like um, part of the part of the conversation now that's starting again with people going back to school, people going back to work, like work going back to work, but just different mentality at work and all these things, and maybe people starting new things. And um, I really feel like this year is a lot of people like 
kind of venturing out doing new things so i think a lot of people are kind of in that boat of like i need you know figuring out how to do do life and work and school and a million things it, it's kind of where i'm at right now so i've just kind of been thinking mm-hmm. about it you know so uh it's just been on my mind and so i thought we could talk about that sweet yeah so. I, like to, I like talking about that stuff. <clears throat> I like talking about that stuff because it makes... But the, here's what the problem is. I think I'm better at it than I am. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, me too. I think I think most people think that they're better at it than they are. <laughs> so anyway. Which is why we people keep talking about it, you know? I, I remember I was listening to this um, message by Sean Bowles. Mm-hmm. And he was saying this was probably like five or six years ago it was quite it was quite a few years ago and he was talking about this concept from uh from mahatma gandhi that was like um be careful what you do or or be careful what you think because the things that you think become your what you say and then be careful what you say because the things that you say become your actions and be careful of your actions because of think because your actions become your habits Mm -hmm. and then you got to watch your habits because they become your character and your character drives uh your destiny yeah and i think it's funny because i don't think it's funny at all (laughs) i think it's i think it's uh i think that we don't understand the power of the things that we do Uh but other things that we do are driven by our beliefs and the and the the things that we think. Mm. Everything that we do were was once a thought. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, when people think that the things that they do don't matter, it's like it blows me away because I think that if people understood the power of the things that they do, then they would actually Yeah. Not be so flippant in doing, you know, do whatever you feel or do it, do what makes you happy or do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, do, do what's good, yeah. <laughs> you know, do what's good for you. What's good for other people. What's good for, for uh, society What's good for our communities. It's like, just like when last week, when we were talking about in Africa, like the, the different <clears throat> um, answers and thoughts and concepts and mm-hmm. solutions and stuff that are in the hearts of the people that haven't been like, pulled out yet yeah it's the same thing with us we're we're just as stuck in our idiot habits <laughs> in yeah. our, and, yeah, and yeah, doing yeah. you know living our truth or whatever uh-huh. we're just as stuck in that stuff as as they are stuck in poverty you know we're we're not i mean a lot of us are not contributing the things that we could be contributing and i'm not saying that to make anyone feel bad it's mm. just a reality we're me i'm stuck in the, my grinds you know sometimes yeah. And other people are stuck in their addictions and other people are stuck in just their pursuing comfort and other people are stuck. You know, we're all stuck in something. Yeah. <clears throat> so the things that we do are of the utmost importance because mm-hmm. the things that we do drive where we go. Yeah. And how do you know what you're going to do if you don't know where you're going to go? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know. I think like um, I know I was thinking about this because I was like. I think a lot of times people go like, you know, to a lot of people, I think doing the hard thing means like physically doing, doing the thing, doing, doing the hard thing or doing, sticking to it or whatever, whatever, whatever phrase you want to put in there for you. Yeah. Um, Whether it's like you were saying, like my truth or doing what's right for me, like fill in the blank with anything. But I think it's 
all like a big part of it that we don't really address also is like the actual like to me doing the hard thing is like the mental part of it yeah and the actual like self-talk through it and during and after Mm. is i think super for me at least very very important because um I'm the type of person like, yeah, I'll make myself do something even though I don't like it. And I just don't know. Like sometimes I go like, was that the healthiest thing for me? Or was that or even I'll see other people doing it. And I'm like, is that the healthiest thing for them? I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it. Some, it I'm not saying all the time, but I think sometimes because sometimes you just have to do something. Sometimes you have to get through whatever it is or you have to stick with it long enough. You hear people all the time like on like entrepreneurs and stuff like if they would have given up because it wasn't the best for their mental health, they, then they would have never created the right. their company. They would have never been where they're at today. And I think that now they would say they are thankful that they actually stuck with it, you know, even though it wasn't the healthiest for them. But I think, um, you know, you have to do the way, uh, weigh the pros and cons of like, okay, mentally, am I myself? And that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like, mentally, this is just so draining for my aura. You know what I mean? Like, I get that. But I'm talking more about like, am I me in this? Like, I'm doing this thing. Am I staying true to myself? Am I being who I am? am is this is this me like as I'm working this? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a soup that's a very very important piece to actually sticking with it and doing the hard things and even like if you decide to not do it later on it helps because you go I I stayed true to myself even though that wasn't for me and I decided that wasn't the best for me or I stuck with it I stayed true to myself I stayed I stayed true to who I am who God says I am that I and now overcame that. And now the next thing becomes easier. And the next thing becomes easier because you stayed true to yourself and you stayed true to like who you want to be. And you didn't budge on that just because someone wasn't looking or just because you're surrounded by people that, you know, you want to impress or you want to do, you know, something Mm -hmm. with. And I think that that is the most important for me. That's the most important part in anything that I do. Um, And I don't think it, I like, I, also, don't. It's not a failure to like say that you know to quit something or to decide it wasn't the best for you. But I think with that comes you have to like you have to think and like do your pros and cons of like is this the best for me? Because I do. I am all about like just because you don't like something or just because it's hard doesn't mean you quit. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't mean you quit. That's that is not okay. Just because there's I've seen so many people like even just like my age when I was younger of like didn't I didn't want to go to work when I was younger. I don't want to go to work now. I want I want to be at the river. I don't want, I want to be you know in everywhere else but like I yeah. I know that it's good for me to work and I know deep down inside that that's who I am. I love it. I love working. So I need so um just because I don't feel like it doesn't mean that I don't have doesn't mean that it's like bad for me either. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. So uh I was just thinking about that a lot. I'm like I wish more people Maybe more people do, but uh, I think a lot of people are realizing that like, oh, this has to be like something's missing. Either a piece of me is missing in this job or I'm not staying or I am fully in this job and this is exactly who I want to be. And or they're, they're, you know, five, 10 years down the road and they're going, is this not this was not me. Like I was I liked it. I did it. But this isn't me. And I think that I think this all like. Not to bring in like the work situation that's going on now, but like 
kind of bringing it in is like i think that's what a lot of people are realizing and people are going and maybe some people are le- learning it a younger too of like what do you mean by it that are you ta- are you tell me what you mean about equating a job with something being you like like who you are as a person like uh-huh. it, it i if i were to go to um like a big tech company and work at like the nine to five tech company job. Like I know that maybe that's interesting to me for a minute, but I know like sometimes the conversation or the deals that you have to do or just like the, the daily sit, like what you're doing. I know that's not who I am. I've never been that way. And I have always been like, I, I, I'm not like the traditional nine to five person who goes to the office like, and I feel like that wouldn't be staying true to who I am. I, and I would eventually get to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is not me. Um, and I don't know. I think sometimes in that you can change who you are too a little bit just by your surroundings, by who you're around. Hmm. And so I think that's important to realize that like, that's not who I am. So I just want to know what you mean by that. And and I'm, and I'm not, and I, it's because I'm curious. It's because I don't understand. Yeah. What, uh, ne- because I don't, because I've never equated what I do with who I am, so I don't understand what you mean by mm-hmm. that. So tell me, tell me more about what you mean about by, by staying true to who. What do you mean by that? Staying true to who you are. Do you mean what fulfills you? No, uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe I do. Okay. No, I don't think so though. Well, tell me what you mean. Okay, so I'm meaning like okay. Let me just give you. Ex- I'm just gonna talk for myself because I don't know. I don't know anybody else uh-huh. how to talk for them. So I okay. So. Like I was saying, like if I were to do the typical office nine to five job, that would be fine. But it's not, it's not everything that's inside of me. When I would talk, if I were to go talk to someone about my job, I can make it up and be like, it's great. This is what our company's doing. I know how to talk to talk. I know how to do all that. But when I talk to people, I wasn't, when I was in Wyoming, I was talking, someone asked me what I do. And I said, oh, I, I've done a lot of things, but um, right now I'm waiting tables and I'm going to school to be some kind of something in education. And when I tell someone that I am waiting tables and I get to talk and they actually start asking me questions, they don't just kind of go like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they actually like, how do you like it? Like, what do you do? I was like, I actually really like my job a lot because I interact with people and I get to put a smile on someone's face and I get to be my true self and be my like my I know I'm good. Like, I know I'm, I can be funny. I know I can be like, I know I can host like a a table. And so I love doing that. And so that is truly who I am. I can like entertain and be fun and like make someone's day better that way. So um, that's bringing me joy, bringing me like the life out of me. And it's, it's overflowing into like the workplace. I'm like, I'm here, I'm there, I'm making it work. I'm dealing with mean customers. I'm dealing with really good customers. It get fulfills me. Like when I leave, yeah, I'm drained, whatever. But like when I go in the next day and when I really step back and think about my daily life, I am happy. And I know I can truly say I'm happy that I don't want to do that forever. Like I don't want to wait tables forever. No, I, d- no, but, I just, no, I appreciate you saying that because I didn't, I didn't I'm, know what you meant by. But it I, makes me truly happy to do what I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. 
And I know that I have other goals in mind. Like once I start school, who knows what I'm going to do? I could change my career a hundred times and I'm really okay with that. But that also I mean, most is, people do, so. <laughs> but that also is me too. And I've yeah. known that forever. I, I remember when I was little, I would write down things like, I don't want one job. I want this job and this job and this job and this yeah. job. And then I would go, when I got older, I was like, that's unrealistic. Like, that's not, you can't do that. Like, I kind of put myself in that kind of mindset where it's like, yeah. you have to have a job. You have to have a family. You have to have this, this, and this. in order a white picket fence to the whole bit. <laughs> and I that makes me, I do not want that for anything so, in my life. So bigger picture, you're kind of, what you're kind of saying is that, that you don't want to do something that's in, because of the expectations of other people, that you want to do something that, that allows you to be, uh, an expression of, of who you are. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I, I kind of feel like if you have the right nine to five, you could do all that stuff. And some if you people had, love it. And that's that's great. No, I'm not. I'm not talking about the hours. I'm talking about the work. Yeah, but I mean, like the typical, like quote nine to five. That that gives a big. I don't compassing. think it really is a typical anymore. Tbh. <sighs> Maybe not, but. but I think there's a lot of people that still do. Or there's some people that love that. Like they live for the nine to five. Like they love that. They love that they have their weekends. They love that they have their like vacation. Their they're yeah. off at five every day. They're you know they love that. I guess. I think there are people that, I mean, obviously yeah, there are people that like I, it, but. I guess I'm just going to disagree with you and say it's not the, probably the hours that, that they're excited about. They're, it's the work and there's a lot of yeah. different places that, anyway, I'm not trying to argue. I was just, I just uh, wanted to understand and I feel like I understand a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what I'm meaning by like the mental part of doing the hard thing to me. So what is the hard thing to you? What, what, I mean, I want to get n- And it could be anything. Bolts. It could be, I mean, it's we're talking I, like very like, yeah, I think it's a lot atmosphere. of different things. I think it's, I mean, work is hard. So I'm like, that is a hard thing. Like life is hard. Like, okay. But what, what hard things are you talking about? Going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard doing life, like existing sometimes mm-hmm. being nice to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sometimes I want to bite someone's head off, yeah. but, uh, okay. doing the hard, that's what, that's exactly what I would say. Doing the hard thing is, is like mm-hmm. actually in the moment when someone's not very nice to you and they call you a mean name and you don't explode on them, like <laughs> but you want to, you Alejandro. yeah, when you don't explode on them. And even though every, it'd be every right in the book to do it and you would, it would be in like, you could find a million way, reasons why it was okay to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't. That's what I'm talking about. That is the hard thing. That is the daily grind of like that. No one, you don't see in someone's Instagram profile, you see the vacations and everything, but that is the mm-hmm. hard stuff in life. The, uh, and that is like it, like the the hard times you go through with a family member who's sick, with um, you know, fighting with siblings, fighting with friends, not getting along, losing a friendship, going through you know some type of like breakup or something, like mm-hmm. all those things. Those are the hard things in life that it is so important to have that true to yourself, who you are, and know mentally deep down inside who you are, because and sometimes you slip and sometimes you don't. Obviously, you don't be who you are. You kind of are a monster sometimes. But as long as you kind of can center yourself back in there and pull yourself and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
that is not who I am. I do not yell at old ladies who get who say mean things. Like that's mm-hmm. not who I am. I'm above that. Like that is not who I am. Mm-hmm. I think that's like that mm-hmm. constant pull back, that mental like I think I'm gonna like keeping yourself centered that way. I think that's the hard stuff is the the daily life things. But if you want to talk big picture, like it's it's work, it's career, it's fam, like it's the big box things that you do and just in the little decisions every single day saying no to someone or saying no to something Mm -hmm. is also i mean every no is a yes to something else every yes is a no to something else so picking your things very like very wisely is super important too like even though something's good saying no to it isn't always bad like even though it seems like it could be bad you know saying no to Mm -hmm. a good thing so just kind of navigating all of that Mm-hmm. That's how I <clears throat> how I equivalent doing the hard things hmm. is me, and uh, I don't know. I just think like going back, go, getting ready for school because I'm doing school and work and yada 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 this year. So I'm like mentally preparing myself for a busy time of yeah. a million different things going to a million different ways. And um, I'm excited for it, but I know that I want to keep myself like grounded and like I know I want to keep myself like, okay, I'm ready. I know myself. I know like I have to be strong. I have to be like, I can say no to people. I can say yes to people. Right. And keeping that pretty, um, pretty important to me. And I know like the certain things that I do. Like I know I, um, I know I want to go to lunch with my grandma and I want to go to dinner with her and like make, make time for that. So I will, I will purposely set that above something else. Um, and I think that's also doing the hard thing. Sometimes like, um, saying yes to keeping things, um, that are important to you, important to you, like saying yes to my grandma to do, go to dinner or take her out to coffee or something like that, Mm -hmm. or spending time with Savannah and Sydney, like intentionally outside of just like, Oh, I'm home. You're home. Cool. Like, let's go do something actually. And then also Mm -hmm. like doing stuff for myself too, like going on a hike, taking Daisy out on a run or make sure I go to the gym and things like that. Like, I think that's also doing the hard things because we can easily get away from taking care of ourselves too, and just be fully giving out instead of actually pouring in. Mm-hmm. Two. Yeah, we got to recharge too. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think? Um. Well. Um. I I think to when I think of doing hard things, I think more I th- I guess of goal oriented stuff, mm-hmm. and that's probably just because we're different people, and yeah. that's what I that's what I think of mm-hmm. is like, you know, um, just like having goals and working towards them, and yeah. And doing doing the things every day that you that are gonna get you towards your goals, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can if I you can say that you want to do this, that, or the other thing, but unless you do things towards it, then you're not really taking any steps to achieve goals. All you're doing is dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. You're not actually um, doing anything to get to to move towards those things so i think I, that's that's what i that's what i think of more when i think of like doing yeah doing, doing the things that you wanted or sorry <clears throat> doing the things that you said you would do and what even when you don't mm-hmm. want to do them anymore yeah you know 
six, six months ago if I, you know, or actually a year ago, joined the gym and I was like, okay, I want to, <laughs> yeah. if I have a goal, like a, a I want to do a pull up or something. Uh-huh. But if I'm not going to the gym all the days on this day, I wanted to go. But 365 days later, did I go? Yeah. And and, my, and did I do things to get towards mm-hmm. that goal? And so, anyway, that's all. That's that, that's more what I that's more what I think when I think of doing hard things. But yeah. I guess it's probably not as practical as. No, it just it's just different. Yeah, it's just. I mean, that's why there's different people. That's why there's. That's why we said like there's people yeah. that live cool. for the nine to five. That's why people quote. That's why there's people that live for <laughs> I'm the. I'm still like, gonna disagree with you. I don't think anybody lives for the nine to five. But I follow I, this girl on TikTok who, that's her whole thing. Is she lives for the nine to five and she's trying to. I I oh I follow her because I'm I was interested in her, and like. There's no way that that, that it's literally she, only the hours. I don't understand that. T- let me explain. Okay. She. Her goal is she lives for the nine to five and she mm-hmm. posted this viral TikTok that was like, but what about the people like TikTok is all about like travel and influencers and you're, uh-huh. you're, you're going here, you're, you're lounging, you're like living this extravagant life of like an almost like, I'm not sure how it's attainable, but you know, unattainable right, right, right. extravaganza. That's what social media is anyways. So she goes, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and so she I, she caught my attention because she uh, was like, but what about the people that like live for their nine to five job? Like what about the people that live to clock in at eight in the morning and clock out at five at night and have their lunch break and have their weekends and have a two week vacation? Mm-hmm. Like what about the people that live for that, who love it? And she's one of the, she said, I'm one of those people. Mm-hmm. So she posts a bunch of TikToks about her nine to five job and then things that she does on the outside of it to keep her like excited and things. But she's mm-hmm. like, I live for this. I don't want to go. I don't want to live a job where it's like one day I wake up at noon. The next day I get up at 430 to grind. The other day I'm like up till midnight. She's like, I like my steady. I know what comes the next day. I know I'm getting a paycheck. I know I'm mm-hmm. getting like my vacation's always going to be the same. Maybe next year I'll get bumped up. But like right now, like I'm mm-hmm. very satisfied with my routine. Right. So I think there's people that like that because she's one of them and there's a lot of people that like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. That's where I heard first ever heard that because I was like, people like the nine to what that is just not every anything i would ever want to like i just well, would never think like i would love that but secure about stability though and that's the, yeah and routine yeah and to some people that sound like to, like that sounds horrible but to other people that sounds amazing like i guess i don't know i can tell you because i'm one of those people not not that it sounds horrible but like the thought of going to work at office and having to dress up in a suit every day literally gives me I want to drive off of Van Dusen Bridge. Like, I want to, like, that, that this sounds horrible to me. Yeah. But other people That's are like... That's why I don't do it. Exactly. But some people would be listening. They'd be like, I love... Like, I, the thought of not knowing where my next paycheck is coming from or having three jobs and we're running here, running there, doing all this stuff just sounds chaotic and, yeah. like, a yeah, mess. Sure. And I'm like, well, sounds fun to me. I don't know. I'd pref- mm-hmm. I happen to just think i prefer that maybe in 10 years i'll be like i'm ready to put on a suit and tie and i'm ready to go but i don't know probably some stuff in the middle but (laughs) but i think in that i don't know i i personally think it's probably an oversimplification of you know just like the the trap the constant travel and unattainable whatever is 
really not real. Mm-hmm. People that just are like, I will take literally any job where I wear a suit and nine to five. Like, that's just ridiculous. It's, it's just an oversimplification. There's no way. You know, because some people in that are lawyers and they're very fulfilled by that. Some people yeah. are lawyers, lawyers and they hate it. Some, But they're just staying there because they spent seven years in school and they feel and like they sad. have to pay off their student loans or whatever. But some people and some people are accountants. Yeah. You know, I just went out to the mountain with Mike yesterday and he's uh, he's an accountant. And I'm just like, Mike. And I love Mike. Uh-huh. He knows that. Your job sounds so boring to <laughs> yeah. me. And he was he was like, you know what? I've had jobs where they where it was really boring. But he's like, I've I've had jobs where I do something different every day. I work for a different company every day. Mm-hmm. I have a different task every day. I have a different. Uh, he's like, it's actually it can be really really interesting. And the way that he explained it, and because I think he loves it, and he's done it for a long time. I was like, okay, I, I could I could see that. But but. For me, the thought of being shut in an office with a bunch of data, mm-hmm. oh, I that is what makes me want to go take a header off a taller bridge than the Van Dusen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I just don't think I could do it. Like, I have to talk to people. I, yeah. I just love talking to people. And so... I just, I just, I have to believe that there's something more than the hours. There, there has to be something about the work that, that lights us up inside and makes us want to yeah. go. And, you know, whether it's, uh, learning about other people or giving, uh, giving of ourselves or growing in some way or making other people's day better or whatever it is, like there just has to, it, mm-hmm. I just refuse to believe this oversimplification of like travel all day, every day is perfect. And this is what I'm attaining to, or like, I just want to clock in and clock out and I don't care what I do. Like mm-hmm. that, 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 that's why there has to be imagine. something more. That's yeah. There has to be, but there just has to be. And that's why I think we have to, that's why I think people talk about this. And I think it's why people are interested in talking about things and like mm-hmm. sharing and like all these things. Because I think a lot of people are on both sides, on the travel influencer situation or the like, quote, you know, go to work. All about clock the 95. In, Got what, it. Okay. The, the two um, extremes of both. Yeah. Um, there's, I, and then there's a lot in the middle who are trying to figure out all the things. But those yeah. are the extremes and the examples yeah. that we're using. So I think like... Well, there's a lot of nuances in between. Because yeah. I agree with if you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from, you're probably not a nine to fiver and you probably don't have three jobs. You're probably an entrepreneur or something. And that's something that's, and that's totally something different. Totally different. But, and so people live for that. They live to like yeah. have that possibility that their business takes off. You know, have that like, mm-hmm. have that, you know... Because if it does, then they get to enjoy, you know, not only the benefit financially, but the benefit of success mm-hmm. in all of the all of the different yeah. uh, versions of the word. You know, your spiritual success, yeah. your your mental success, your getting to serve yeah. people, success, and and of course the financial part is included in that. Um, but if they fail, they're the ones that carry all of the weight yeah. of the failure, mm-hmm. the mental part of the failure, the physical part of the failure, the financial part of the failure. So, yeah. you know, there's there's a there's a risk and a and a benefit, mm-hmm. you know, that that an entrepreneur an entrepreneur carries. Yeah, that it's I, different. That I do not have to carry. Like yeah. I work for the state of California, so I know where my next paycheck's coming yeah. from. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Exactly. I mean, for the most part. It would have to I mean, be, I mean, it'd be one of the last jobs that would get yeah. docked, probably. I mean, the whole, the whole state would have to collapse. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> Let's hope it doesn't happen. But so, what I was meaning, okay, so what I was meaning was like 
whether you're on either aisle, like with the two extremes, the influencer who's just like traveling mm-hmm. the world, yada, 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 then the not classic nine to five businessman, businesswoman type of thing. The They both need that like hope in there. They both need that like to do it for something else, like doing the job for something else. Like whether you're out every single night traveling, you're going to get, I'm sure people get lonely. I'm sure people get like, what am I doing with my life? I'm just like going around doing every, like I don't have any like, I'm sure they li- They would hope that they have like a home base where they could do something. Same with the nine to five. They were like, oh, I just would love to travel or love to do whatever or love to take my kids or do something. You know what I mean? So having that like hope of something where it's like finding that in either or job and whether you're creating your own business, whether you're traveling on the last few dollars that you have, because I also follow these people on TikTok. Goodness, TikTok is getting to me. But I follow this guy on TikTok who's living out of his van with like $60 and he's been living in that for the past six months. And he's he went through most of the Western US and then he sold his van and moved to Europe. And now he's trying to figure out he just camps on the ground and like lives life that way. So it's like there's very extremes of people. And I was like, that sounds kind of fun. I could never do it, but that would be kind of cool to try. Um, and he's living his life that way. And but taking the moment off of social media, off of like anyone and actually talking to yourself and going like, is this me? Is this what I want to do? Is this how I want to um, be fulfilled? Is this am I getting filled? Am I able to, you know, pour out to other people? Am I able to do good in the world? Am I able to help someone out? Am I able to actually do that? Or am I just existing kind of? I think all of that is figuring out how to do the hard things. I think. On on all of those extremes. Cause you because there's people in every every situation. And yeah. Cool. That's why I don't know. What some what are some goals that you have that you're working towards? Uh I still want to do a pull up. What steps have you taken to get there? No. <laughs> I just like start hounding you. I'm like, so you weren't there well, this morning. I wasn't there this morning either. I so. was not there this morning. <laughs> uh, oh, another goal is to make as close as possible to my regularly scheduled paycheck. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just getting tired of working so much overtime. Oh gosh, yeah. I just, I just want to, I just want to <laughs> not work. So I only want to work forty hours. Can I please? <laughs> I mean, at one job, because just because I have so much other stuff that I want to do, yeah. and I feel like it's eating up my time. When do you have time to do anything else? Probably never. No, I do. I go to the gym. I still meet with people. I still pastor a church. You know, I. So between the hours of midnight and 4 a.m., you have an open window sometimes. To sleep sometimes. Oh, I forgot about sleep. Yeah, I know. Right? Who needs sleep? I know. No, I mean, to me, I, lo- I love what I do. And and there's this, um, there's this kind of knowledge mm-hmm. that if, you know, when you do something for 10,000 hours, you're going to be an expert in it, whatever it is, whether it's playing piano or playing basketball or you know doing Mm -hmm. designing whatever whatever it is whatever it is that you that you want to do and I was like oh and in general it takes about 10 years to to get that um 10,000 hours it takes how long 10 years yeah and so 
I was, I, and I, and that kind of came out when I think I told you that I read outliers Mm -hmm. and, and he was basically, he was kind of debunking the overnight success. Uh He goes into like all these different people and he shows how they were a product of this 10,000 hour rule plus some opportunity plus some happened to be there at the right time. The right place yeah. happened to society like developments all this different stuff sort of like created this perfect um opportunity mm-hmm. for some of these people to sort of rise up so it was a very very fascinating book but what it was what it really made me learn is that there is no overnight success that there it really is it's this ten thousand yeah. hour thing so i'm 44 years old and i'm thinking of the things I, I personally tend to be the type of person that I'm interested in a million different things and like I will get obsessed with one thing for a while mm-hmm, and then I'll kind of like, it'll kind of like, oh yeah, I love quilting and I'll buy all this stuff <laughs> I'm a quilter. and I'll quilt and I'll make, a, you know, 10 or 15 quilts or whatever yeah. and okay, now I haven't touched my sewing machine in 10 yeah. years. Um, and then like for a while it was crocheting and knitting. So I mm-hmm. crochet and knit like a crazy person. And then, okay, now I haven't crocheted or knitted in like forever. Yeah. And then, but I still like kept all this stuff. <laughs> this is my Michael's days, just so we're clear. And then, so I've done a lot of, a lot of different things and I'm interested in doing it. Like I'm interested in so many different things. Yeah. Like, I just love experiencing new things. But the thing that I have my 10,000 hours in is dispatching. Yeah. I'm good. At, I'm an expert at dispatching. And then, so I'm sitting there looking at my life going like, do I want that to be my niche mm-hmm. forever? And and I'm just like, it's something that I do and it is something that I love and it is something that I get paid really well to do and yeah. I'm able to support my family. And it's not nine to five, but it is in an office and it is for the government yeah. and that type of thing. But I could do that. It doesn't, I could do that anywhere. I could yeah. do that in Florida. I could do it in Hawaii. I could do it a lot of different places. Um so the place that I work doesn't really necessarily, although it does help, mm-hmm. you know, you want to work for a good agency, yeah. that type of thing. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily want to that to be like the thing that I'm good at if I only have one. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm only 44. I have plenty of, yeah. I mean, you unless Jesus years. comes back, I have plenty of more decades to, years. to become good at something else. But the problem is, is that dispatching and I'm a supervisor now, it's just taking up so much of my time that I don't have time to commit to spending you know you gotta you gotta rack up those 10,000 hours regular you know you can't just like one here two there like it needs to be like hours a week mm-hmm. so that you can get towards that and so I just I want to be a little bit more intentional about where I put my hours and currently because I work so much stinking overtime I am just like I feel like I don't have the time to to do the things that I really feel like I want to do cuz I I mean I want to I want to teach the Bible. I want to you know be an expert mm-hmm. you know at, at at helping pastor people and and to to see other people reaching their goals and to yeah. see other people thriving and to see other people growing and having you know good relationships and having not only with each other but with the lord and with like i just want to i want to spend myself on that and i don't want to spend myself 50 or 60 hours a week in a dispatch center even mm-hmm. though it pays it pay you know yeah. it's not that they don't pay me or anything yeah. it's it's a great it's a it's a great job and i and i do love it yeah i just want to do it like my normal 40 hours <laughs> a week i don't want to do it 50 or 60 hours a week yeah um, and then 
Yeah. So I think that's probably my goal is seeing how I can figure out how to make that happen. How do you think you're going to do that? I don't know. I mean, I really don't. <laughs> there's a lot uh, to think about. Um, there's, a, there's a lot to like figure out how I can reorganize my life mm -hmm. and figure out how I can um, fulfill my current obligations and achieve, you know, the dreams that I have in the place and, and how I can go the places that I want to go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a lot of good things that I can do. I mean, I took, I take a month off every year. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people can't take a month off every year and that's not even the only time off. I could, I'm yeah. taking a week off in September. I'll probably take a week off in January. Um, so, and then, you know, I can afford to buy plane tickets and stuff yeah. to go. So it's like this double-edged thing of like, I work so much so I can afford it. But if I didn't work, I wouldn't be able to afford, but then I'd have the time. Yeah. So it's kind of like figuring sure. out this, yeah. like, what's important to me? What, what do I want to do? How do I want to, how do I want to go about it? How do I want to accomplish it? How, what's my life yeah. going to look like, you know, in, when I'm 55, what's my life going to look like when I'm 65? Mm -hmm. How much life of am I, I going to have? you know, after retirement, yeah, you know, cause I'm starting to realize I could live decades after retirement and I want to, especially if I take I care hope. of myself and, <laughs> yeah. you know, eat right and exercise and, you know, um, like pres preserve my body as much as I can. I mean, I could really like so many people Potentially, are, yeah start writing books at 60 or they start, uh -huh. you know, they start traveling the world and speaking at 50 or like they start their businesses at, you know, 55 years old or something. Mm -hmm. And now they're 70 or 80 and now they're known for whatever. Nobody knows what they did when they were 30 or when they were 44. But so, so I, I am realizing also that there's a lot of my life mm -hmm. ahead of me. And so I don't necessarily, I'm just kind of like in this place of trying to figure out, do I yeah. need to make the transition now or do, or should I, you know, do a really good job and learn as much as I can. There's been a lot of stuff that I've learned in my job and been put through trainings and stuff that is applicable to, yeah. you know, ministry because it's, you know, it's about people mm -hmm. and the Lord is always about people. But the, you know, the state of California, the governmental system and structure exists to serve yeah. people. And so I'm, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of benefits that I'm yeah. getting by, being a state employee mm -hmm. and being a, a a manager and a leader in 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 the state because I have access to a lot of stuff that I would have to pay for on my own and I don't yeah. have to pay for. So there's a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of future ahead of me, and so I just kind of have to think about what what I I guess when I want to make the transition or whatever because I'm pretty sure that that's. I'm going to eventually. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Just I mean? Just getting there. Which I already, I already pretty much can yeah. uh, consider myself to be in full-time ministry anyway. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I don't know. But then I also want to, I want to travel. Yeah. I want to, um, it would be nice to have, you know, if I work till I'm like 55 or whatever and then retire, which is only like 10, 10 more years, then I have decades of just you know, collecting a pension or whatever. And then I wouldn't have to work to support myself. I could work to do ministry yeah. other places. Do what you want to do. Or here, yeah. Or, or wherever it is that the Lord On calls your farm. 
wherever that's going to be. <laughs> um, last night at Pizza Co., before we go off, last night at Pizza Co., my grandma's brother came in. Mm-hmm. And I didn't recognize him at first because he was with this family that was from Germany. Oh, wow. And he's older than my grandma, so he's got to be in his later 80s of some sort. I love him. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Like, he is so fun to talk to. And he, I, I, when I was like, I didn't recognize you. And he was like, I know I'm with these people from Germany. He's hosting a family from Germany and like, oh, and cool. they're, they're staying with him and his, uh, yeah. And, um, they hosted them before at some point in his life and they're back. And he was like, what are you up to? What are you doing? Like, he's always curious about what I'm doing, what I'm up to. And he was like, they just, he is traveling all over the place he's like Mm -hmm. he lives in arizona part of the year they just got back from washington they like all over the place they are going which is so cool and so i was like well i'm go i'm um you know i'm gonna start school and he's like good and he's really big on like you need to go get education like whether whatever it is get an education like it will benefit you even if you never use it again it is worth it to get an education Mm -hmm. so i said okay i'll get an education so um, he's i'm going to school i'm working here i'm gonna be working at a school he's like okay good and then he and then he was like well what else and i was like that's basically it right now a lot to work and he was like no that's not okay he was like where are you where are you traveling to and i was like well i'm i went to san francisco he's like good culture there's good i was like what do you mean? I was like, yeah. And I was like, and then I'm going to Wyoming next week. And he was like, oh, good. More culture for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And he was like, never, ever, like, he said, keep travel just as important as education. Yeah, for but sure. he said, don't travel just for fun. Travel for the culture. Travel for the education. And I was like, and then he went on a separate way. And like, we were just talking, but I was like, that's kind of important because I've heard that, like, I've I've never really thought about that before. He was like, don't travel just for the fun of it. Travel to learn something. Yeah. Travel to take something back. Travel to better yourself. Travel to um, see where other people live and how they do it. And put yourself in that situation and go with an open mind, basically. Because mm-hmm. um, Wyoming's different than here. San Francisco's way different than here. Um, Washington's different than here. Everywhere's different than where you're at. Everywhere is, yeah. So I, 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 can't, I can't tell you the amount of people that think it's so bizarre that I went to Africa and didn't go on a safari. <laughs> see that that's exactly what yes that's exactly i feel like the yeah <laughs> but I, but i was just like that wasn't the per i didn't go to consume i uh-huh. went to i went to go get to know them and to and to be with them mm-hmm. yeah. just not use the same bathroom as much as i could <laughs> i don't want to use I, the mall bathroom anyway <laughs> I get, i'm fine with that <laughs> I'll go outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just crazy. I was but, just like, no, I didn't go for yeah, that. I just like, went to go be with the people and learn about them. And and it's funny. I've been back for, what's today? The fourth. I think I've been back for just about four weeks. Mm-hmm. In a couple of days, it'll be four, four weeks. And it's, and I miss them. Yeah. You miss. Like I miss the people and just like yeah. hugging them and talking to them and, um, we're, it, it's just kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't you think I would miss like, a safari or the animals no. if that's what I had done. I, a cool experience, but like, yeah. Same thing with like, um, when I explained about the Giants game, like, I don't miss the Giants. I don't miss the team. I don't miss the right. going. I miss the people around me. Yeah. I miss the the atmosphere that it brings. Mm-hmm. I miss the cultures that are there. The different people eating the different foods and the smells and the conversations and mm-hmm. the kids and the families making memories. I miss that. That's I, what I miss. I was a creeper, but you couldn't tell I was a creeper because uh, I was 
I'm a mom, you know, I'm mom uh-huh. age, you know. <laughs> You're like, so, I'm, I'm normal. I didn't take it. I don't think I did. Maybe Nikina did go with me. But I remember going down and just like, uh, you know how there's the glove mm-hmm. and the kids are all playing on the glove yeah. on the Coca-Cola. Yeah, little, like the slide. Yeah, the yeah. slide and stuff. I would just like sit there and just like watch everyone just enjoy. Yeah. What was built for them? Yeah, it's just like, man, that's so cool to see. Yeah, to build something and hope that people will come and enjoy it, and then they do. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that's like, the whole point. I, I feel like. like I probably look like a creeper just sitting here looking at everyone else's nah. kids. <laughs> nah, but I'm mom age, so it's yeah. fine. If you have binoculars on or something, maybe that'd be a little odd. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's all we've got. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Ninety Five Bellevue. Ninety Five Bellevue. We'll see you next time.